Hi, hello, hello, hi, and welcome to all our hearts and minds. Thank you again for tuning in. We're here to discuss all things that have been on our hearts and minds. The good and the bad, the concerning and uplifting, or just straight talk. We're your hosts, Kimmy, our passionate heart. Yeah, yeah. And then there's me, Jeanette, our mind and chronic overthinker. Let's get into it. Yes. Please, and thanks. Okay. Mm. Knock, knock, the doctor is here. It's a checkup. Mm -hmm. How was your week? Well, my week was okay. It was pretty good. You know, um, I can't complain. Um, I wasn't in the office as much this week, but um, I did go in a couple times, and it's just the weather is starting to get colder mm. and stuff like that. So it's like, you don't really, I don't really want to leave my house. <laughs> like, I know that feeling. I want to work from home if I can, but yeah. So all in all, it was a pretty good week. You know, God, thanks to God and his glory and his grace, you know, made it through another one. How was your week? What's popping? Um, it, it was, um, it was pretty good. I would say it was a good week. Um, you know, it's the end of the, Let's just say it. It's the end of the year. The year's done, as far as I'm yep. concerned. It's like, over. It's a let's just keep it. Let's keep it a buck. The year's done. Yeah. And anybody, you know, if you work in the corporate world, if some, I mean, I know there's some yep. industries. Some industries vary, but Q4, you know, that last quarter of the year, is always. It's rough. It's I could say for time. me, per, I could say personally for me, every job I've had, Q4 has been a fucking nightmare. <laughs> But I mean, so far it hasn't been, I haven't been in the depths of hell, but it's like kind of like, I feel like it's creeping. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Trying to and, cre- and then it's like maybe two or three weeks, maybe two and a half weeks before Christmas. It just stops. Like it just, it just stops. But here's it's the finished. joke. Here's the joke, you know? And then like, so, you know, some people are trying to book things in or whatever, you know, your calendar, sometimes some things pop up in your calendar and I look at the date. I'm like, December 8th. Right? <laughs> December 8th. We're already talking about December. Like, I feel and like November is a skip over month. Like, I don't even understand. <laughs> right? Because everybody everybody knows November is going to be hectic. But December 8th, like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to let the world know. Like, by December 10th, like, Jeanette Anati has <laughs> mentally right? left the building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But yes. anyway, we, we do the best. We try to, we do the best. But, um, you know. It's just that's just that's just life. You have to make it make the situation work. But essentially, I've been I've been in um fairly decent spirits, fairly good spirits, and you know right. just thank God every day. And uh, I was telling you yesterday, I went to a little conference. You know, it was a mm-hmm. conference for Black people in tech. And let me give it a shout out because you know we gotta we have to big up these type of events because yes. you big them up the more the uh the more that you get them and it is a toronto based organization so um i just wanted to um big it up i'm just pulling it up just so yes, I get and the right thank you name. for putting such things together thank you yeah. thank you so much um cuz sometimes in toronto you know you get lost in the sauce as a black person, especially when the corporate world. Yeah. So it's nice to like have something that's kind of dedicated to us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so it yeah, was actually, yeah, it was hosted. So it's this um, organization called Obsidy. Mm. Uh, and Obsidy Ob is a part of, uh, is actually like an academy and like a, a type of um, course. Like if you want to get into like, 
software engineering or uh, uh, data risk analysis and all these things. It's like a tech. So if you want to get into tech and coding and stuff like that, that's like you can look that up, right? So that's where they focus. And then there's Black people in tech, BPTN. Mm-hmm. And and they partner to kind of create this network of black professionals to kind of everybody get to know each other and and find and and share resources for black talent mm-hmm. in the tech world. And the event was called Be Future. I mm-hmm. interpret it as me meaning Black Future. La, 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 la. Okay, sorry about that. Had a little bit of a tech issue. We're back online. Yes, Beyonce's internet is is tripping out here today. <laughs> so, yes. So, mm-hmm. so essentially, just getting to the chase. The event was called Be Future 2023. The headline sponsor is TD Bank here, uh, Canadian, uh, one of the top Canadian financial institutions. They have a bunch of other sponsors, but they're the headline sponsor, and they were very present, I must say. Um, nice. So everybody, check out, check it out. It's called the Be Future. They had uh, they invited Ludacris was there. He was there at the after party. Really cool event. Okay. Um, Luda. Luda, um, right? move out the way, move out the way. Right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so had a good time. It's always great to be surrounded by your peers and you see, recognize a lot of beautiful black faces and awesome, yeah. awesome event. All right, moving yeah. on. That We're in good yes. spirits. We're, we're living it up. God is good. So yes. we're going to move on to the headlines. And the first thing I couldn't, we had to just get through this first thing. We have to talk about it yes um <laughs> the ladies there is a anonymous group of women and i i don't know i'm trying to think what age guy i'm trying to place we're, we're going to go through the list real quickly but there is a group of women who put out a list um of places that they should not go that they would don't want to be taken to they refuse to go to on a first date i don't want to set right. this up I, I don't know if everybody remembers there was a viral video of a woman on yep, a, on a it. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was it was quite distasteful to be honest it's one yeah, it's one really of those was. things where it's like is this really real um and does she have to be black like really of course but anyhow yeah, yeah right anyhow so anyhow there is a, a there's <laughs> a whole other segment that's a whole yeah. other segment there's a viral video of this woman who's going um she she's like they, anyway. Long story short, the guy must have picked her up, had a plan, a, a fancier, a nicer location, something that very fancy. And but it's one of those places you have a reservation, and if you're not on time, don't bother showing up. And so apparently really? she was late in getting ready, so he they could not. The reservation was gone for the place that he originally reserved for them for them to go on their date. But he's like, well, you're we're out, and so let's just go to like Applebee's. He must have taken her to Applebee's, and when he got to mm-hmm. Applebee's, she refused to come out of the car because she did not want to go to Applebee's for her date. And And you know what? One thing I I wanted to mention Mm -hmm. was that he actually got to her house well in time to make the the reservation. mm -hmm. But she wanted to be bougie and make him sit down and wait for a good hour. Damn, I didn't know she had to wait for an hour. He was sitting in the car waiting for her ass for an hour. Damn. Okay? You're lucky he stayed there. Right? You're lucky he's still he was still waiting in the car. That in itself shows you that he is a good man. Yes, exactly. Because he has patience. <laughs> First of all, the man wanted to come up to your to her house, mm-hmm. to her apartment, I guess. And she's like, No, 
Which, okay, that's as fair. a woman, that's fair. we understand. Yep. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But then don't keep him sitting in his car waiting for an hour. Like, come on now, girl. And then, because the reservation now has gone, come and passed, he's just trying to make the best of it. So the fact that she acted that way, but anyway, yeah, let's get to the list. Pretty corny behavior. These fools, these damn fools with this list. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> on this list... I, I, I'm not going to go through every everyone because some of the restaurants, they're kind of relatable so you can know the idea of the kind of restaurant they don't want to go. It's usually these big chains. Right. And the ones, I want to just call out the ones where I'm like, come on now. Like, what is this? Right. It makes me question who made this list. So first one, of course, the first two is Cheesecake Factory and Applebee's. We knew Applebee's. I don't is know about be- you. Cheese, Cheesecake Factory, damn expensive at the end of the day. So I don't know about you. It's not <laughs> factory but anyway and mm-hmm. and then there's a the list has a bunch of other restaurants in that category okay then the person has this list has the movies what the movies right. come on now although Stop i it. i mean i i would say the only thing against the movies is you can't really have a conversation like you know it's like you just go to the movie and you know you can't do too much long talking in the movie right so if you want you're trying to get to know somebody i would agree that in that case that, okay, the movie is probably not the best place to to learn, to know about, to talk to somebody and get to know them, right? That's fine. Another interesting one was your house. I agree. Don't take me to your house on the first date. That's, that's insinuating. That's called Netflix and chill. Yeah, that's insinuating. And no, yeah, we're not doing that. That's insinuating. <laughs> that's very presumptuous. Right? Who said I wanted to be in your house? Okay. There's, there's, <laughs> right. there's one. Okay. The gym. I feel like the gym is a good one. Because you could talk and you're doing something, but, yes, but then there's a you lot of distraction. But there's distraction and you probably don't look your best. Like you're sweating, you're grunting. It might not be very attractive. So I get that. That is true from a woman's point of view. Yeah, not ideal. But if you're, but there's so many things to do at the gym. You don't have to go push weights. Like mm. you could take a walk around the track. Mm. You know what I mean? True. That's and ideal. still have a conversation. Yeah, that's ideal. You know what I'm saying? But but we're not going into the whirlpool. We're not doing the whirlpool. <laughs> hey, I mean. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Here's one. Here's a. Here's here's the ones where I think that they are tripping when they made this list. Starbucks coffee dates, ice cream dates. Stop it. Stop. Um. Bowl, Stop it. Bowling hookah bar oh, come on man sports events i mean i think those are perfect first dates if you ask me that's yeah. like you could you could yeah it's like non-committal you could still have a conversation no, you know nothing too deep or involved you could kind of feel it out and just keep it moving um those are but the ones where i kind of agree were the ones i mentioned to you the movies the gym church because I don't know about right? I don't know about your church, but people will fast up. You come up with a if I like me if I go to a church, they might go to my parents' church with a, a man on my arm. Oh, a lot. Every, oh, that's your God. husband. That's a, like here we go. This is like pretty You're much. You're about your to husband. get married. You're about to get that needs okay. to be your husband. Like Shoot. the grilling. Let's check it out. Venues. And I don't want to like, be stop. and vice versa. I don't want to be invited to your church and everybody's like, oh, so no, no. That's like putting too much pressure on me. How about we just keep the church to praising the Lord? <laughs> How about we just. Yeah, the Lord until the you're church. like official, <laughs> until until it's official, I'm good. And um, nightclubs, I agree. In nightclubs, it's like in the movies, you don't, you can't really have a conversation at a at no, a nightclub. You, can't. I, you know, when I heard this list, right? Yeah. Okay. First of all, um, if one thing I wanted to make note 
don't ask for what you're not willing to give. Yes, that's don't true. Don't ask for what you're not that's willing to Char- give. That's what Charlemagne so, has been saying. <laughs> right? Like, come on, friend. If you are going to have this man waiting for an hour, Ooh. then you cannot possibly expect to be going to a reservation-type restaurant. Yeah. yeah. You're going to get in where you fit in kind of thing. Second of all, um, what's the focus? What's the focus? Because if you're dating somebody, right, the date should be the focus. Like, you getting to know them and them getting to know you. And that's why I think, like, a first date, especially a first date, a first date of meeting you, a coffee a coffee is a great place. Starbucks, yeah, hook me up. Or maybe you can get creative and find a good cafe that yeah. we can sit around. Wh- whichever. And, yeah. Or maybe we can go to a jazz bar mm. somewhere that's... Um, it's still fun. School, However, school them, Kimmy. School them. Like, come on. <laughs> like, get creative. Yeah. Because all I heard on this list was the typical. That's what I heard. Yeah. Um, and, you this... know, I think that sometimes you have to step outside of the box. And it's not so much where they're taking you. It's that who is taking you. Yeah. Like, who right. is that person? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that's the whole point while you're doing it. Not to get a free meal. So, like, stop this. Um, second, my mama always taught me. Always have you get Vex money. Always have you get Vex money. Because guess what? If you want to go somewhere and this man takes you there and maybe he's not able to afford it. Or maybe he's just a jerk Mm -hmm. and he's trying to pass off the bill on you. Maybe he is making reservations at a restaurant that he knows damn well he can't afford and is expecting you to pay. So you better have that money in your pocket. So you better be able to afford that said restaurant that you're expecting him to take you to. And the thing with women is that we tend not to have that money so we tend to have the applebee's money in the pocket you understand in the purse we have the applebee's and 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 cheesecake factory money in the pocket yet we want him to spend half of his rent or half of his mortgage to take us to a restaurant like miss me with it sometimes and this has happened to me before you might get played you might get played you might get stuck with that bill so I think we should focus less on on where you're going and more on who you're going with. That's the real point of the date. Yeah. Not just for you to get a free meal. Well that's you know, how we get um, that that's how we get that woman who who gobbled down those all those oysters and was left with the bill. I don't know if you saw that. And bit. she was left with the bill. Yeah. See? <laughs> did she have those oysters money when she was sucking them down? No, she did not. She but, didn't have the oysters. But that's money an example of like the person. Okay, that's a that's an example of the person did not go on the date with pure intentions. Like she wasn't interested. Like based on the setup, I understand. Like you're just going on the date to get a meal, and honestly, that's kind of what this list is telling me. You're not looking for a real connection. You, you're not. You can't. You possibly. are just trying to floss. Like I've, we've all. I know. I think we women. I think a lot of people, and maybe even men, do this. It's like sometimes you just go on a date to go on a date to see one on a date. You, you're not even like a hundred percent. Like I'm bored. I'm, I, ex, you said exactly. It's you're going I'm on bored. a date because you're bored. You want to go out on the town, and you're just like, fine. I'll let this guy take me out. And right? and but the thing is, like this is what happens. And then, so you're trying to do a transactional thing. And so guys, on the other hand, transactions as of late and guys and guys, guys know this. So that's why they're like on the first one, I'm not going to break the bank, especially if you're not balling like that without knowing feeling. You know, 
but a really good man is going to test you. Mm-hmm. A really good man is going to test you. On your first date, you might not even see the inside of a restaurant. Mm. You might be going for a walk. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You know what I say is that, um, I mean, I haven't dated in a very long time, but when I did date, what I was thinking in my head was, who is this guy? Like, I, in order for you to get past a lot of red tape to even be able to take me out on a date, you have to you have to show me that some interest. Like I have to be interested, right? Mm-hmm. So once you get my interest, that's when I'm gonna see. Okay, well, is he gonna take me to the typical, or is he gonna step outside of the box? Is he gonna think of something other than what we would regularly do? And to be quite honest, whatever that is, I'm down. Because you sparked my interest, right? Like, obviously, we're not going for no long drives. And I think that was on that list, too. Yes. We ain't going for no long drives, bro. <laughs> no, okay, that's unless a, I'm behind that's the wheel. serial killer unless vibes. I'm driving, <laughs> we ain't going for no long drives. First. Second, um, you know, being in an open uh, space where there's lots of people uh, is a good thing. It, you feel more comfortable. Yeah. You feel more at ease with each other, especially if it's a first date. I think there's a lot like people are expecting from other people, and I think the expectations need to take it down a notch. You need to take it down a notch. <laughs> if you can't take him to that restaurant, don't expect to go. Because oh. you might just get left in the restaurant, like the oyster girl. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to move on from the people on. in this stupid list. Yeah. Because th- this this is obviously children. Th- 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 these are children. Yeah, it's like... You know, they're young kids. They is, have to be. This is like a clickbaity list. It's like, you knew people were going to go oh, look at this and be completely... And find it completely ridiculous. Um, okay. It is ridiculous. Next, yeah, we're going is. to go to Dusty Face. Again, Blue Face. <laughs> So, so blue face tan top about him. Yeah. Anyways, go on. Normally after our last update, after our last uh I don't know, whichever episode it was a few weeks ago we were talking about him. We were like, we're not gonna talk about them again. But he did something yeah. that he hey, the only reason we're talking about him here is the, he he came out of left field with this one as far as I'm concerned. Right? And right? uh, he recently, essentially, Blueface proposed to his first baby mother, and I guess his now fiance Jade and Alexis, um, which is a Mexican uh, woman that he has two children with. And it's interesting because you know now I saw the video. I saw the video of the actual proposal, and he did a video. Yeah, it was stupid. And he did a video just before saying, of course, on on Instagram. Uh on Instagram live saying, announcing that he was about to propose to her. So that he was nervous and he was nervous and that it it was giving performance. It was giving BET movie award performance. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, and so he proposed to her and okay, that's, that's different. I mean, I think everything he's doing right now is scrambling to stay, (sighs) is trying to scramble to stay relevant. And second, yeah, because his cash cow is gone. Oh, yeah, his cash cow is gone. Yeah, she's moved on. Yeah, well, hopefully, so, yeah. I don't know if she's moved on, but at the very least, she's like not near enough to him to for them to be together. So, but I, you know, that's a goal for for that I want for Krishan is for her to be completely cut this cancer out of his life, which is him. And she's far from perfect, but at least if you get rid of like one a chunk of toxicity. You can look at yourself and see what you need to work on with yourself, especially for your child, to kind of 
get it right. Like you're young, but honestly, you you need to get yourself together because you have a child and no excuses now, right? And yeah. so, yeah, it was mm-hmm. kind of I don't know. I think it's I'm like I think he's just doing this for clicks and attention. Not you're the- damn right. The man needs his paper to keep rolling. And okay, because the last time I heard a song from him was Tatiana, and I can't hear no more music from him. So yeah, this is his new bread and butter. Mm, this yes. is his new this girl, yeah, Jade. The cloud. Yeah, so Jade, the, the marriage, and then mm. I think he got he got her signed to a label, and so I think there's like a whole package coming together. We're gonna see. It seems very orchestrated. Whatever people are gonna do, what you gotta do. You gotta survive. But it's like, ugh, yeah, it's it's just it seems well, very distasteful. I want to talk less. I want to talk less of Dutty Face Boy, mm-hmm. um, and more of Jaden and Alexis. Are you serious? You were on, um. Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee mm. and you had this man sit beside you. Okay, this is all within the same month. Yeah. Okay. It's the same week. Sit beside you, right? I think so, actually. Yeah. And say that he had an a you know, I guess a sexual encounter with Magda Stallion. Yeah. You were surprised. You were floored. You were floored. And you could tell you were floored. You tried to keep your poker face on, but you know, Really, you're not good at it, Stewie. Okay, you're not good oh, at no, it. not Stewie. I'm a caller, Stewie. Yes, she very much resembles Stewie. Okay? Yeah. And in that moment, she she did something that's so iconic of what Stewie would do. Is She's looking at her watch as though time has passed. <laughs> like, miss me with it. Girlfriend, you got embarrassed yet again. Like, you are taking proposals seriously from this man. You want to get married to the man that constantly... He constantly leaves you under his shoe. <clears throat> Are you serious? Like, get it together, girl. Yeah. I need you to get it together because your children, you have a girl child. She's watching you. They're both watching you. Okay. And between the two of you, these children are going to have a real messed up idea of what love looks like and what relationships look like. And if you do actually get married, which I don't think it will actually mm. happen. And if it does happen, it will be televised. Sure will. That's for sure. Okay? That's for sure. Okay, there will be a whole show uh, formed around this Jaden Alexis. Here, Jaden, she's not entertaining. No. She's Period. boring as fuck. Sorry. Okay? Even, I, even you know, I don't want to insult Stewie, because Stewie is very entertaining. Yeah, he, he was a jokester. <laughs> Yo, yes, Stewie, I love me some Stewie. Stewie yeah. was the show. <laughs> he is the show. Okay? Like, honestly. And um, he's iconic, to be honest. Yeah. And she's not. She's nowhere. She has no pizzazz. She has no charisma. She has no nada. Okay. And this is why, uh, you know, um, Krishan was able to thrive because she does. She's excited. She has all of what mm. she, she has all of what J- Jaden Alexis does not. Mm, true. And if you think by any chance that dirty face boy is a prize girl, come again, come again with it because Krishan is going to show you what the prize is. Okay? I, hope, I hope so. The prize. Well, she's showing you right now. She has more clout, more fame than, like, I heard that she did a, a meet and greet. Yes. Uh, the other day. I think, uh, I'm not too sure where it yeah, was. Yeah, I saw I some it was in photos. I saw some photos. Yeah. And yeah, so, but the line was around the block. No, you the know line what? was around you know, the block. You know what she has? She has a thing that Cardi B has. She has a thing that like Shakiri Richardson. The people just want to see them win. People love her. They want to see her win. She's far from perfect, but there's something in her spirit, her vulnerability. A lot Very of things. Much so. People want. People love her, 
despite her faults, right? And so I think I see her, she has a potential to be very um, successful if she would just uncloud her mind with alcohol and social media. Like, exactly. she needs to focus. And, and, and I think that Krishan is very intelligent, mm-hmm. despite... <laughs> when this girl talks, she can't string together a sentence. You know what I'm <laughs> but I think that she is very, I think she is intelligent. It's just, I think she thinks that this is the way to go and it's paying her bills. It's getting her by. It's it's, she was on the street homeless at one person at one point in her life. So this is like, this is heaven. So she's trying to keep it up and keep it going. And Krishan, I do want you to win, but girl, come off on the social media, just for a week. Go sit down with your baby. Like, honestly, mm. the baby just came out of surgery and you have the baby at a meeting yeah, with all these strange-ass people. That was strange. But I'm not even going to go there no. because it's about Duffy Face and Jade and Alexis. Yeah. So if you want to get married to this woman, I really hope that you don't. Because a woman can only be pushed so far. And R. Kelly said it best, even though I don't like this mother. When a woman's like fed him. up. When a woman's fed up. <laughs> because you got to be careful, okay? Right now, she hasn't hit her boiling point. But now you're pulling in stars that she can't even compete with. See, Jane and Alexis thought that she and Krishan could compete because they're both ratchet. <clears throat> you understand? However... When you up the ante to someone like Meg the Stallion, and I'm not a I'm not a Stallion fan, but she's in a whole different category yeah, than Blueface in this nonsense. Come on now. So Jaden Alexis can't compete. So you keep pushing, and you 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 might be afraid of the results. So Dutty Face Boy, can you stop this? Um, the shenanigans and all that. This was definitely to poke at Krishan. Krishan, please keep a pushing, girl. Hmm. Keep it pushing. You don't see how much he, he misses you. You don't see how much he wants to be with you. And I think he truly does because he, he can actually win. He can win a lot, but he can't leave Jane and Alexis behind. And she's not going to allow him to either. She's willing to put up with this nonsense. So hopefully you don't create a whole marriage putting up with this nonsense. Um, Just, the you know, just... I can't. Yeah, you can't. We just can't. We have to keep it on. We have to move on from the ratchets. <laughs> We're going to move on from the ratchets and talk about Mr. Jonathan Majors. So there was an update this week with his case. And you know what? It's like he, this guy, whoo, he can't catch a break. He can't catch a break. Nope. Drama, drama, drama. Yep. So earlier, so it's two, so first, um, I think we talked about this in our last update where they were talking about there was like a rumor that they were going to bring charges against his ex-girlfriend, the person who um, accused him of, you know, domestic violence and all the things, whatever occurred in that car, that, that crazy night. Right. And, um, and so, uh, so there was like a detailed account of what happened and that it was like, Oh shit, if this happened, then this, he should, you know, then why isn't this like in the submitted? Right. So it's like right. they had an account from the police, but it wasn't actually submitted in the case. So and as you mentioned to me, that as long if it's not submitted as a court document, as actual evidence, then what's the point of bringing yep. this up? Right. That's just really maybe potentially trying to help his public image, which went to the, you know, took a big hit. Right. And um, but now I found that even though they did finally take it um, and they took it to the police and and put it to the court as evidence. 
And she was briefly under arrest in New York on Wednesday and, char- and charged with misdemeanor assault and criminal mischief. Um, and so basically she has a battery claim against him or at least maybe she tried to retract it, but once it's domestic violence, he was charged automatically, right? And yeah. now she has something against her. However, I think I read somewhere that um, she she the uh, the prosecutors dropped all the charges, so she was charged and arrested. However, the following day, prosecutors dropped the charges um, because I think they said they didn't have. Um, they declined to prosecute the case against Grace Jabari because it lacks prosecutorial merit. The matter is now closed and sealed. Damn. What do you what do you think of that? I mean something popped in my head when I just read that sentence, but damn. Jonathan. Uh this is gonna get real nasty. Mm. It's gonna get real dirty. And and I hope he has I hope I hope he's prepared. Yeah, and so I hope he has money. And I hope he has really good lawyers because when you do something like this, she's going to come at you hard. No, I don't think it's her. And- it's not really even. Uh, okay. So the thing is, I'm sure now that she, he tried to counter and get her, she was arrested and then yeah, she's going to come but, at you hard. Um, right. Yeah. So now before she was not cooperating, maybe she might cooperate. We don't know. She doesn't seem to be a mentally stable person either. No, she's not. That's what I'm saying. She's going to come at you hard for it, just the simple fact that you tried. Yeah, just but he's simple. Well, I mean, he has, mm-hmm. and of course, he has to. Like, he doesn't. He had to throw whatever he had in his back pocket. He had to pull it out because he's already at. A... Now, you and I were thinking logically, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, I'm just gonna call a spade a spade right now. I'm sorry if people want to come for me. This is a black man and a white woman, straight up. That's, okay, I mean, that's what I did. I have to call it straight, real, right now. I'm not gonna sugarcoat this because it's very important th- that dynamic. This is a this is a uh, this is a Becky, okay, everybody, okay, and this is a, this is a, a Nigel, okay, or a Jonathan, <laughs> but a Nigel or Kareem, okay. <laughs> this is a black man, okay. That's what my point is, and um, white women don't take kindly to when black men want to challenge them. They don't, and so this is a challenge. He, he in her mind, he was supposed to take this down, like take it lying down. Like just like no, you're not you're you're supposed to just allow me to charge you. Now he's coming with a vengeance. He's coming and he's charging her as well. It's not gonna go over well. It it just won't it's just not gonna go over well. I'm telling you that right now, it's just not gonna go over well. I have high hopes for Jonathan. Mm-hmm. I do, I hope. It's not looking good though, because it's uh, not looking good. I... And she's gonna pull out everything from everywhere. And this is this is a Becky and everybody as long as Becky starts crying, everybody is gonna is I told you those weapons, those weapons, those tears, once she starts crying, everybody's gonna come to her aid. Every yeah, they're gonna find they're gonna dig up everything from his past. This is not gonna I'm just sorry, I'm sorry, I don't wanna be so negative and skeptical about this, but I've seen it happen before in my lifetime where a black man look at okay, even oh even though OJ got off, right? Look what they put his ass through. Look what they did to his ass. Now, I mean, Jonathan, you're not in that same caliber yet. Yeah. However, however, you still see the dynamics of a black man and a white woman. So 
I, I'm praying for him. I really am. But um, what I'm more concerned with is is Megan. It, or what's her name now? Uh, Megan Meg- Good. Megan Good. Girl, I heard he uh, supposedly proposed. Well, I don't know. I haven't. I don't recall seeing that. But I then. I hope to God that, it's a lie. I, I hope it's a Megan, lie. run, <laughs> run, girl, run! Hit the hills. Stop the publicity stunt and hit the hills for real. You don't wanna. You don't wanna yeah, be a part and, of and, it. And that relationship is giving like, even though like outside, if if this these circumstances weren't happening, I'd be like, you know what? I really like that idea of them being together, but. It's it's very much a publicity stunt. It's kind of like who we were talking about was a publicity stunt. Um, what another relationship that's a publicity stunt? Was it uh, what's her name? The girl. Um, oh, what's his name? He was in Creed three too. Um, Jonathan. Oh, um, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Lori Harvey. Yeah, Lori Harvey. Lori and Harvey. Michael, yeah. Very much publicity stunt. And I feel like Megan Good played a Lori Harvey role in, in this situation. But we'll see. So before I move on, I was just going to say why I mentioned it's not looking good is um, he has, uh, you know, we already knew that he was dropped by his management and PR teams. Um, he had a big U.S. Army recruitment ad campaign that has been removed. Uh, he has a bunch of big movies that he was on. These are like Oscar-worthy movies, including Otis Redding's biopic and an adaptation of Walter Mosley's the man in the basement, those would be Oscar worthy movies. And Friday, uh, as of, uh, today, Disney removed his, uh, he had a movie called magazine dreams about bodybuilding and Disney removed it from their release list for December. I was like, Ooh, Ooh. So hopefully I think you're waiting. Like the yeah, case needs, I, I hope he, I hope he stacks some coins. Yeah. I, I hope, hope he's he vindicated. Like, I mean, he did the roles, so he got paid at least for the roles, but they're like, it's bad that, you know, all this um, negativity. It might not be seen. He might not, might yeah. Not it might not be seen and maybe, and then future work Oy. is threatened. So I'm hoping that he comes out on top. I don't know. I mean, again, at the end of the day, I, I, the evidence doesn't look good either way, but I think um, if this was a mutual thing where a couple's both fighting each other, then I don't think he should be charged regardless. Like, um, But I don't know. We'll see. All right, we'll move on from this drama and go yeah. on to another quickly. It was just because it's fun. It's not. It's sad that it happened, but it's also like the drama, like this actress, right? Our girl Lupita. Uh, she was dating this guy. This South African. Uh, well, he's of South African descent. I think his father was a musician. But anyway, Salima yeah. Salima Masakela. And she was in a relationship, and she revealed. I was like, "Damn, she actually put him on the ground." That's how you know it's serious. Like I've seen her hugged uh, with so much. Her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen her hugged up with so much people. You never know who she's really, really dating. And so this was supposed to be her man. And then a week before, there there was photos of her at a concert. I can't remember. I don't know if it's Taylor Swift or who. Some concert with her and Joshua Jackson, who also just got is recently got filed divorce papers from his wife. Uh, another chocolate sister, um, Jodie Turner-Smith, beautiful um, English girl, Jamaican descent, and uh, they he recently was divorced. And so he was here laughing it up, grinning up his teeth with Lupita at a concert. So everybody's like, yes. everybody's like, what? And then mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm assuming that's what prompted her to make this post because I'm like, there's no reason. Really, people break up all the time. 
And you guys yeah. were maybe dating max. I don't know how long she's dating, but it was it couldn't be that long. It couldn't be more than like a couple years at max, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she, I'd say maybe three. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I feel like well, I don't know because I feel like she just posted him within the last year. So I'm going to assume even if she was private for the first year. Because you to protect, right? Mm-hmm. Then I'm, I'm thinking That's it can't true. be more than two years. That's what I'm thinking, right? So I'm not mm. going to read the whole post because it's like ridiculously long. But I'm just gonna. Uh, so she says. She starts it with saying um, that there are much, and I think again addressing the rumors of her and Joshua Jackson, there are much more important things going on in the world right now, um, and saying that her thoughts were with those deeply suffering, obviously referring to the war in the Middle East. She said that she needed to, she says, I need to publicly disassociate myself from someone she can no longer trust. I can no longer trust. I find myself Mm -hmm. in a, I find myself in a season of heartbreak because of a love suddenly and devastatingly extinguished by deception. I'm not going to go further than that. It's long and it's in, but here's it. That's the tone of it. It's like literally like, is this like Toni Morrison? Like, why are we getting so poetic? Like, girl. You do not owe anybody an explanation. I will, uh, well, actually, if you don't, know, you know, and I hope she did not feel pressured because she, there's a photo of her and Joshua Jackson, because otherwise, why the hell would you post this law? If, and it seems very, it's like, if you read it, you're going to be like, damn, this hurts. Like, I feel like my heart was broken. Like the way she wrote it, it's Mm-mm. very beautifully written people. If you want to mm-hmm. just get in your feelings, you can go on her, her page and read it. But I was like, just because, like, I mean, breakups are important, and you know, it's they're painful, but they are. I but it like, teaches you a lot about yourself, and it you does. Know? And but uh, if you, if this person deceived you, as she, as she has described, deception can mean a lot of things. So I'm not even going to try and guess what yeah. happened. Don't go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think that you. I feel like. It's like you're showing, and maybe this is there's it's empowering, but it's like you're showing the power that they have over you. That's just me. Me personally, me wouldn't do this, but hey, no. But you know, <laughs> sometimes, um, you know, in order for her to like re like bounce back from this, me? you have to like almost cleanse yourself. Okay, that's it, what it felt. Right? It did feel like a cleansing. So from what you're reading in itself, I didn't read all of what she had to say Mm -hmm. in her post because I was like, this is not like, I'm not. No, it's a lot. No, come on. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) It's too much right here. But, um, mother goose glasses I need to take out. But anywho, I feel like she needed to cleanse herself. And when I say cleanse herself, she needed to be rid of all those feelings that were, that were running through her. And I find that once you do, once you do do that, it's easier for you to move on because you've come to realization, you've let it out, you've spoken out. Maybe this is not the right place to do it, but you spoke it out and you can move forward from it. Right. And one day at a time, um, betrayal is nothing nice. It's, it's never easy. And sometimes, you know, you have to let it out. You have to let it out. So that's what I'm going to look at this as. Um, she's obviously really hurt. Mm-hmm. And she wanted it to be known. And maybe she actually wants to put these people on blast. Okay. And put them in the hot seat. Okay. And make them make them believe, yo, I'll drop a name. 
when I'm ready. <laughs> so just watch yourself. Just watch yourself. Okay, it's a threat. Just let me stay over here and 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 you know get myself together, get myself right. But don't don't ever think that I won't drop a name and make you look really you know horrible in this light. But overall, I'm hoping that it is a cleanse for her and that she can move on from this. And girl, you are too damn beautiful and successful and just so smart. Jesus, because you're just too brilliant you know you will find another yeah okay so prayers up you'll be uh, lupita you're good my girl you're good Um, you'll be good just you have to cleanse yourself get over it move on you will move on you will find another you will be able to love and trust again you're too beautiful and brilliant not to to be quite honest yeah so um whoever hurt her though I would be trembling in my seat <laughs> if I were you. Yo, she Just, she's already right? she's already booed up and laughing up with the next man. So <laughs> okay. no, that's the rebound guy. He doesn't count. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> It is a rebound. a rebound. It, it literally is a rebound because his ass literally just got served divorce papers a month ago. It's just, I'm trying to have some fun. Forget about the people, you know. The yeah, people. fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick thing. Um, so Beyonce has a new fragrance coming out. I I I, I was like, I'm debating. I'm I'm like, am I gonna pre-order? I need to check out the price of this. Thinking about it, I don't know. Yes. Just to support. And the really biggest thing is, I know you weren't able to go to the concert, but you'll be able no, to experience I wish it. I did. You'll be able to experience it. It's coming to theaters December first. Renaissance tour. Yes. Yes. I'll be able to see what was popping. Yeah. And all the silver glory. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm excited. I mean, obviously, I was at the concert. I seen lots of footage, but I'm gonna. I know that even from her last, was it Beachella? The thing she did on Netflix when she did Coachella was like amazing. It was in a, a really good watch. So I'm sure it's gonna be uh, another success. So looking forward to that. Okay. And final, our final mm-hmm. headline. New York, Noriega. I know your head's not good. No, it's not good. I know your head's not good and you're a little bit slow, but Noriega, come on now. Don't come on. Don't come and be a, a bitch on online. Um, right? So, <laughs> I hate to see it. He's actually quite. Stop. He's actually quite. He's actually quite um, likable, but I didn't like how um, he came online and he just pretty much tried to put down um, Carisha. And um, I mean, you you can feel. Hey, everybody has your way of e- expressing themselves, so I'm not telling you not to. But you kind of look like you look. You look salty, as as uh, some people say. You mm-hmm. look you look like a sore loser. It's like you if you know um, you have a great show. Why you know why why bother um, with this right? And so essentially, he came on the next day after the awards and said, um, "So nobody gonna say nobody about so nobody you know his his grammar is not that great. So nobody's gonna say nothing not at all." <laughs> Jesus. Nobody's gonna say <laughs> the tweet was nobody's gonna say nothing about the podcast media award. Okay, me neither. Well, clearly you're saying something. <laughs> and um he said, I love Carisha, but um without addressing the City Girls rapper, I thought this was tweeting. Oh, he said, um, I love Carisha, but bitch, take your hating ass home. Ain't ain't no 
Okay, this English, I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. Essentially, he was complaining that Carisha won the media um, award, which is essentially like all the hip-hop platform award, right? Yeah. So, they, like we were talking about, they had Breakfast Club, they had Drink Champs, obviously Carisha's show, they had Million Dollar Worth of Game, there was Joe Budden, and there's a couple of other smaller ones that I, I can't remember at the top of my head, but the big ones were all definitely there that you would expect to be there. And personally, when I found out, from my point of view, when I found out that it was voted for, like it wasn't like uh, some secret panel that were just, you know, it was they essentially they said it was voted for by the fans and she won. I was like, well, you know, there's nothing to say. Obviously, the obvious rumor that Charlemagne hinted at, well, even when the City Girls were at the Breakfast Club this week, is they felt like Diddy obviously put his hand in her not he she tied with drink champs last year and she won alone this year um but essentially my thing is do you think that noriega regardless of how she got it she got it it's like the reaction from noriega and even i would say charlemagne that i was a little bit like really well i think there's this wave of old heads who are getting upset with these new kids taking well basically they're not getting it out the mud like how half of these older heads have had to you know i've heard it from a variety of people i think we just talked about one the other day in our other um episode there where there's this sense of well you didn't have to get it out the mud you didn't have to work hard you didn't have to build the name for yourself it's just it feels like it's been handed to you Mm -hmm. um i think it was uh joe budden the other day and how he was you know or not so much Joe Budden, but anyway, with Drake mm-hmm. the other day. But yeah. um, what I was saying with Noriega, I've heard it many times. I've heard it from Method Man. I've heard it from Red Man. I've heard it from um, the old heads uh, on even Little Little Wayne, mm. which can be considered a newer rapper and of this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand. I get it. But you have to understand something. Okay, Noriega. You are not sexing Diddy, okay? <laughs> you are not having sex with the Diddy, okay? Because Carisha got that show because she's sexing Diddy, okay? And then she took over and t- and it, it just, you know, she started talking about, you know, showers, rain showers and pissing on people and all sorts of stuff. Talking about sexual preferences, she's taking it to a different level, yeah. a different different atmosphere, and unfortunately, people like ratchetness, and so they've gone with Carisha. And I understand you've kind of had to, you know, build a name for yourself, and and then now you're on this podcast, and you know you've had to kind of push barriers on your podcast, you know, with the drinking and the smoking and all that. Yeah. And I get it, right? I get it, but. You you have to understand that Diddy's pull, it, 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 it you know look look <laughs> we can see hey look hey well here's um, what I will but, I'll say here's yeah, what I will was, say yeah. like I obviously understand the criticism, and I I'm on uh Charlemagne Charlemagne's point of view, and I do agree with Charlemagne is that if if she dropped more regular not even weekly even if she did monthly like say she did right. monthly so if she did monthly that means she'd have 12 episodes a year i would say yeah give it to her because i've everyone she's done i've enjoyed every interview she's done 
I've enjoyed it. It's like deep. It's funny. It's like you talk about life. It's like it actually has a lot of good substance in it. So, but right, you can't like she had like five episodes. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's why he's saying what he's saying. Yeah. So he's saying that way. He's saying it because it's like, look what I gotta do. Yeah. In I, order I to him. even be in the same category, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And I've heard a lot of older heads start saying like have in recent years have started to vocalize how it's not they don't feel like it's fair mm-hmm. and i and i get that but this is a different generation that's how our parents probably felt when you know biggie smalls was out there or that he didn't have to do this or that or the third or you know generations past are gonna look at it like okay well you don't have to try as hard. You don't have to do as much, right? But we're living in a different era. So I think, you know, Noriega, hush up. Mm-hmm. We'll sit on someplace. Um, focus on making your show better. Yeah. That's what you should do. You know, if, and if you works... really want to show someone you win, yeah. make it better. And your work... Make it better than this. Your work speaks right? for itself. Like, people know, right? Well, so... that's it. Um. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So we're just going to move on. Those are our headlines. And uh, hey, the people are peopling. The drama is drama. Yes. Uh, Yes, So we were going to do a quick segment on, we haven't done this in a while. We want to do it a little bit more in our episodes. But we're going to talk about what we are watching. So either Kim or I or both of us talk about a show or movie that we've watched and share it with our listeners on why, what it's about and why we like it. Um, right. So you, uh, Kim doesn't watch a lot of TV. I watch a shit ton of TV. Kim doesn't watch a lot of TV. So she has one now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And when I do get a chance, I try to, you know, get hooked onto something that's substantial. And so, there's this new show here in Toronto. Um, it's actually directed by Little X, mm-hmm. and we've all seen his work. You yeah, know, his video. Mario, he's done work with so many people. Yeah, Missy, he's uh, Drake, a, yeah, Usher, Missy, every, like big names, right? And so he has now produced this this TV show. It comes on on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. Um, I think it's about a half an hour. Yep, and so why I like this show is it's called Robin Hood, okay? And it's exactly what you would think, you know, the wise tale about Robin Hood taking from the rich and giving to the poor. However, it's more of a modern take, a Canadian modern take on uh, the Robin Hood story. And so it starts out with, you know, first of all, what I also like is that the main character, the main character is a black woman. And she starts this group of people. They're they're like vigilantes. And they are literally robbing from the rich and giving to the poor. And that particular area of Toronto is for, uh, how do I say this? I guess, lower income homes and families. Okay. And so in in the hood, in the ghetto. And so there's a lot of poor people. You know, and you see it go from a situation where her mother was actually the the lead character. Her name is Robin, the Robin Hood. Anyhow, but Robin, her mom gets hit by a car by a very wealthy uh, businessman. And he kind of wants to disregard her and her whole life, 
her whole life and her mother's life takes a total change. And it seems like this particular businessman has his eye on their neck of the woods and he wants to come in and, and basically just, what do you, what would you say? Gentrify. He wants to, you know, gentrification mm-hmm. up in here and he wants to take their homes, destroy it. And so he ends up, you know, um, they end up forming this group. It's four of them in total. And they end up robbing him. And they not only just rob him, but they put it on social media. They have a song, like a catch song um, about their group. And so everybody within their community has now learned of this group and, and are, you know, Uh, reaping the benefits of what this group is doing. And so they try to take, you know, like big pin people in the neighborhood that are trying to destroy it and take from them and give to the poor people by buying medication, helping the main character's mother, for instance, after she had uh, the car accident, her life changed. She Right now she's still in a wheelchair, right? And so she went from a healthy-bodied woman, you know, um working and all of that to losing her job now living in a wheelchair you know and so her her daughter robin has to see all of this and so this is where we get robin hood the group and they're it's bomb people like honestly little x i already knew you had skills but to see you create this show in the way that you have you almost forget that it's robin hood the actual uh story or you know story tale that they have for little kids about, you know, uh, and so check it out. It comes on Wednesdays at 10. Um, my husband would know the channel. He's usually, we watch it together now. Mm-hmm. He's usually the one it's like, he's like, it's 10 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock. <laughs> the kid is sleeping. It's 10 o'clock. I love it. So, um, yeah, but watch it, look it up. You'll enjoy it. It's a modern day version of Robin hood in the hood and this black woman who also is uh she's able she's uh how do you say that she's into archery which is one of the trademarks of robin hood that he has a bow and arrow and she knows how she has a bow and arrow and she knows how to do she knows how to deal with it so um it's really interesting uh show Mm -hmm. um i can't wait for it to come on every week i only comes on once a week so check it out people check it out check it out support uh our canadian um producers our canadian shows it's nice to see you know your home where you're from on tv so check it out y'all check it out okay so that's right you're watching you're enjoying robin hood i was i was going to talk about uh an apple Apple Plus or Apple TV show that I it just finished it actually finished the last season is actually a few weeks ago but I had meant to talk about it on this show and it's called The Changeling and it stars Lakeith Stanfield fine ass Lakeith Stanfield fine ass but kind of weird fine ass Lakeith Stanfield and a new girl that I didn't um and his uh, counterpart is called her name is Clark Bacco and um Wow. All I got to say is, wow, wow, wow. Um, wow. I will say the season finale left me quite disappointed, but I kind of get it. It's like the whole show is pretty much a thriller, um, a little bit of, I guess, horror and fantasy 
um in it mixed there's like a mixture of a lot of things but i would definitely call it a dark fantasy um with a lot of drama and mystery and it actually is based on an actual book by an author named victor lavelle and i actually am going to look up victor i looked up some of his books and i was like um I need to read this guy because even right? o- even Oprah gave him a co-sign because the story is oh. so interesting. Oh, Oprah's on that? Oh No, no, no. Oprah's okay. not on this, but she No, but she signed is she co-signing? She, okay. No, she co-signed the author of the book. The author of oh, the okay. book. Okay, Nothing okay. to do with the show. The author of the book. I think he had another book that um uh, um Oprah thing. So I'm just saying I'm, I want to look him up as a, a new author that I want to read because the story is very right, compelling right. and interesting. And it, it and it opens up like I was like, it's so complicated. How can I bring it in? But I'll just probably start by the opening of the show. Um, the narrator, which is actually the author, Victor, is telling the story of how the Norwegians came to New York City, um, escaping all the, you know, some you know, bad things going on uh, in their country, original country, and they were migrating to America. When they made that journey, obviously the the water was rough. It was choppy. They wouldn't be able to make it. Like, Mm -hmm. there's no, how the heck did they make it? There's no way, natural way that they would have been able to make that trip without dying the way the waters were during that time. And -hmm. it pretty much alludes that some mysterious figure helped them with that boat so that boat did not capsize and that that community made it to New York, and obviously there's like now a community of people um, who are a part of that that ancestry. And then their key story is around Lakeith's uh, character, and his name is Apollo. And if you have anybody listening, you know Apollo is a god. Mm-hmm. He's a god of war, and he's like a hero in in. Um, Greek or Roman mythology. I can't remember which one, if it's Roman or, or Greek. I think Apollo is mm-hmm. Roman. But um, yeah, so essentially he meets this girl and he's keeps at the he meets a girl at the library and the girl is like you know he's trying to date have a, like get have a date with her and she keeps on denying him because she's like yeah whatever you know like but he's very persistent and eventually they go on a date and eventually uh, but when they go on the date they have a few dates she's like I'm going to Brazil because she's doing her eat love pray thing <laughs> right and so she's like you know I don't want to lead you on I'm going to go there and and you know like pretty much I don't think you know I I don't want to ho- have you hold you down while I'm away. So like pretty much she released right. him and like kind of ended the relationship. And when she comes back, she gets in contacts and he picks her up and whatever, long story short, they get married and they have a child. And that's the whole thing of this story is a child is pretty much, it's like, what's going on with this kid? I don't want to give it away, but what's going on with this kid? And there's a lot of spiritual things going on because when she was in Brazil, she met a witch and the witch put this red cord around her and her hand and said, don't cut it off. And when he went, she came. Mm. Once she came back, this is all in the first episode, listeners. So I'm not even giving away the core. Like it gets, it's a wild ride. Mm. But when she comes back and um, reconnects with Apollo, her name is Emma. So when Emma connects back with Apollo, Apollo's like, "No, you don't need this." And he literally goes and cuts it off her hand. And they they pan to the scene of the woman, the witch, 
put who put it on her hand. He done know, okay, shit's going downhill from here on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is just before they get married and have a child. But essentially, there's a lot of mystery around this child. There's a lot of things about ancestral roots. There's a lot of things about generational pr- trauma. And there's also a lot of myth, myth, things about myth, uh, fairy tales and mythical creatures. So I, I'm not going to give away, but there's a lot. It's like one of those things where there's a lot of things and components going on. And it held me. It gripped me. I was anxious every week to watch it. I was let mm-hmm. that I didn't get I didn't get that satisfaction of a complete story with the finale, but obviously that just means season two is going to be very very interesting. Um, so oh, yeah, boy. that's what we're watching. Yes. That's on Apple Plus. This if anybody's watching, yeah. So now we're going to yes. move into our first segment, and that is a. And Lord of Mercy, me of Jesus. And with our Lord of Mercy this week, we're talking about Mr. Dwight Howard. And uh-huh. Dwight Howard is Shit. a <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, damn Dwight. Woo! Shit. Oh, sorry. Please. Oh no. <laughs> Shit. Oh, sorry. Go on. So, um, yeah. Dwight Howard is a former NBA player. I knew him. He used to be on, I think it's the Timberwolves is when I really, when I paid attention to basketball, I believe it was when he was on the Timberwolves. And I think before he retired, he was on the, uh, I believe it was the Lakers before he retired. Um, but one thing about him, I always remembered about him, even if I wasn't paying attention to basketball, um, he was his arms. His arms were oh no, I know him from Orlando Magic. He was played on Orlando Magic the longest. He was on Orlando Magic for the eight for eight years. So yeah, that's where I really know him. But he, he damn, I'm looking at his roster here. He was on like eight different teams. Damn boy, they traded him a lot. So I don't know how great he was, but <laughs> but um he has massive arms. He has like crazy shoulders and his arms are so long. And yep. I always remembered his shoulder his his shoulders were just like the biggest shoulders I've ever seen in my life. So yep, very me, me too. very um dominating and and uh and like we you know all basketball players are tall, but he his upper body strength looked crazy. No, like, he's a beast. He looked he's like a beast. beast. Like shit. Yeah. Like you don't want to yeah. be defending this guy. <laughs> like no. so no. anyway, he got into the news, I think, last year. There was some uh scandal because uh, a, a a a young man or a a man ass- uh, accused him of sexual assault. And he had a very detailed account of that encounter, essentially. Long story short, he pretty much said that he was, uh, Dwight was DMing him, and they set up an encounter, an encounter, and he was invited to come over at his home while his son was in bed. I have to make that note. And um, when he got there, there was another person who is, I guess, a trans, a trans person, or transvest. I don't know. He just knew a man. He said a man dressed as a woman named Kitty. Yeah, yeah, trans. Mm-hmm. Um, that is. And um, he was like, he did not want to move forward with the encounter because he was not expecting a third person. And then um, Dwight pretty much was coerced him or forced. I don't know. Again, I'm not reading the direct account, but essentially it's insinuated that he was forced to stay in and then be involved in that encounter and something went down. So fine. I mean, personally, when yeah, I first, okay. and it was very detailed, but I'm like, 
I mean, this is not the first time a a gay person or a trans person accused a famous basketball player or a prominent black celebrity for being involved in like, you know, something like same sex or trans, whatever it is. It's something yes, that various stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. they identify as they traditionally identify as straight. So this would be very um scandalous. Um for it to come to it the is news. Scandalous. Hmm. Your name is connected to this. Like yeah. so you know. Um, so that was a story. And I, I, again, I was like, whatever, like this, this, like these stories pop up, unless it's like actual receipts, like the, the, to me, the text, like, that's not enough of a receipt for me that like, for me personally, right? So I was like, I need more proof. So now I didn't hear anything from the story that that was gone from my mind, I didn't care, whatever moved on. And then recently, the newspaper was talking about how Dwight said, came out now, I guess the trial is coming sooner, or whatever. I don't know why. But he came out and said, I uh, said yes with his lawyers and had admitted that he did have uh, an encounter with that person, but it was consensual. And so now the internet is on fire because obviously, even though it's like, who cares what your sexuality is? But my guy, like you identify as straight. So people are now going to have a lot of speculation and say a lot of things. He's trying to be nonchalant. He's been he's been doing radio interviews where somebody straight out asked. Yeah, him. he's trying to act like, oh yeah, I'm kinky or I have my fetishes or or whatever. No, my friend, Just, no. Yeah, you can you could try your best to call it whatever you want, but at the end of the day, this is not movements of a heterosexual person. Yes, Period. that's it. Simple. So you can call it whatever you want. Um. Why I think this is a lot of mercy for me is because <laughs> he has a long road ahead of him. Yeah. He has a long road ahead of him. And to be quite honest, this is not what he's trying to portray it to be. Okay? He is homosexual. He is, he is involving and aligning himself in homosexual behaviors. So for me, which I have no problem, you do what you want to do in your bed. That's your bed, okay? Mm. However, don't try to treat me like I'm stripping. <laughs> Please don't treat me like I'm stripping because I can read past this. I can read past it and I see that you're up against a wall. Yep, you had your to be. Your lawyer has probably advised you to at least come forward and say that you were there because there's going to be text messages, there's going to be receipts mm-hmm. that will prove that you were there. So instead of it coming out in public record of this trial that is coming about, um, get in front of it, right? And so that's what he's trying to do. Um, not really successfully, to be honest, because he's cho- he's still trying to hold this, I'm a heterosexual. Um, maybe you believe that in your heart, maybe that's what you want to be is homosexual, sorry, heterosexual, but you have a lot of homosexual tendencies because regardless if there was a transvestite there, you went to meet a man. Mm-hmm. So let's put the third person aside in my eyes. And in my view, there was two men in that room. One was dressed up like a woman and one wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, that's how I feel about that. So you were still involved in a homosexual activity of having sex with the same sex. Mm. And so you can spin it however you want. That's great. But I can see past the bullshit. You are doing this because the person is now charging you with a uh, sexual assault. 
And so you're going to be going to trial and there's going to be a lot of information that's going to be leaked because it's a public, this is public information. Any and everybody can go and look this up. Okay. And so he's trying to get in front of it by stating, oh, I'm a freak and I like my freaky ways. I'm a freak. (laughs) Nah, fam. Nah, because when the texts start rolling out and we see what kind of context this is in, it wasn't to a woman. And you want to act as though you're purely heterosexual. I'm sorry, you're not. And it's all going to come out. Um, In terms of this case that's coming up, um, I really hope he has like a smoking gun. I really do. Um, We were talking about it before. And I was saying... I hope they tried to blackmail him. I hope they tried to do something where this case will get dismissed sooner than later. Yeah, because we're yeah, and we're, he can do some damage control when it comes to the image that he's trying to keep, right? Um, but it it did open my eyes to one thing that you know, <laughs> in the sports arena, there's some real freaks out there, okay. <laughs> There's some real freaky now, now when somebody says they're a freak, you have to be careful. What does freak mean to you? What does that mean? <laughs> Please break it down. <laughs> um, um, to be honest, like I, I don't know why he's going to such great lengths to hide his sexuality. I really don't. <laughs> We're in an age where it's accepted. Yeah, but we know in the black community, especially, or and plus for him to be an athlete, um, or. F- uh, he is an athlete, I oh, think. Oh, girl, there's so much money to be made just on what you just said. Oh, He's a black like being the man first, being the in... first. <laughs> what? The first open. And I'm sorry, you would have to talk to Dennis Rodman first um, before you try to come for his position because he is technically the first. Well, that, what we think homosexual tendencies. Yeah. But mm-hmm. now we see Dennis Rodman and what he was doing, and it was like. Damn, he he was just like being like that rock star, trying to be that uh, rock star personality. I think he was naturally that, but he branded himself that way. And it was like he was playing. But with he us. opened the door. He opened the door, and he was. But I, you know what? At least he was fearless. Like, so maybe I get your point. Is like, okay, Dwight, like Dennis. Look, Dennis was able to do it. So, but the thing is, Dennis yeah. was unequivocally straight. Like, like, as much well, as he, uh, that's 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 he what never, we think of. That that's what we think. That's what, that's we, what think. we think. You know, we didn't have back then when Den- Dennis Rodman was pulling these things and all of this. You had to see him on a tabloid. You had to see him on the news. Mm-hmm. You understand? You didn't have just a click of a button to see all of his shenanigans. And I'm sorry, but at one point he hooked up with 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 uh, Madonna. Yeah. Okay, and we know Madonna. She just likes to have a whole bunch of sex orgies, okay? <laughs> so, you know, um, and she's, she's said that freely and openly herself. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just think that with, you know, Mr. Howard, I hope you have good lawyers. <laughs> I really do. Because if they prove this, this could be some time for you. You know, celebrity or not. And what I've been seeing, the trend that I've been seeing in terms of the judicial system dealing with celebrities is that they're cracking down on this. Mm-hmm. And celebrities are literally going to jail. Okay, Fetty Wap, six years. Yeah. So 
celebrities, I mean, Fetty Wap is maybe a poor example because he's not the top of top of celebrities. However, they're cracking down on it. They're cracking down on celebrities thinking that they're untouchable. Um, what's his face that uh what's his face that just went to jail for shooting Meg? What's her name? What's his Tony, name? Uh, Tori Lane. Tori Lanes. Tori Lanes, he just got an what, he got eight years? Mm-hmm. Or was it ten years? Ten years. Ten years, right? So they're cracking down on it. So I, I hope he has good lawyers. I don't know what kind of freaky shit you're into. Um, but you need to you need to be a little more you need to be better with hiding your shit. If that's what you're gonna do, if you're gonna go the hiding way, you need to be top secret James Bond up in this bitch. If you're not, and you're gonna come out that you know what I'm uh, bisexual or whatever the case might be, then you just need to, to just be straight up about it. I think he's trying to tread the line. I think he's trying to, you know, uh, say that he's heterosexual for his job and and that image of his job and being a basketball player. But in in reality, I don't think that he is heterosexual. I think he's, you know, he dips between the two sexes. Mm -hmm. And this is evident of that. Lastly, um, I hope to God you didn't harass, like sexually, you know, assault this person. Mm -hmm. Because there was a third person in the room. So you got to be careful with that. When there's somebody else that's in view of this, it could be a done deal for you. So I don't know. Huh? I don't know. You might want to reevaluate these freaky tenants you got here. <laughs> okay, because a uh, lot of mercy for real. What y'all do with the people that have in the old towns? Big, and, big money. And his own, um, his own, his own home with his son sleeping upstairs. <laughs> Jesus. Well. You said I went to the hotels, but anywho, <laughs> freak yeah. So okay, well, I guess I. What do you think about this? No, I'm, 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 I'm done. We'll see what the court of ca- the case says. I think it's clear, like freaky stroking meat. Like I mean, it's it is what it is. Like you like what you like, but uh. <laughs> so yeah, but then don't pretend to do something that you're not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think that's the thing that rubs people the wrong way is. The authenticity, authenticity mm-hmm. of of what you're trying to portray. If you're trying to call yourself a heterosexual man, then this doesn't. This is not heterosexual this, behavior. This is not that. No. This is, this is not that. Okay. <laughs> but we'll move on because, Mister Howard, <laughs> what are you doing, fam? <sighs> but anywho, lot of mercy for yeah, because me, NASA. You, yeah, you better yeah, mm-hmm. you better make sure a lot of things are aligned. Um, they wouldn't have pulled this if there wasn't some validity behind yeah, it. Yeah, he wouldn't have so, come out. He wouldn't have come out and admitted this unless his back was against the wall. So obviously things are serious. Yeah. And so with that being said, we're gonna move on from Mister Freaky, uh, and his freaky ways into the workout. The workout. <laughs> We haven't had a workout in a little minute here, but, um, the workout, this is where, you know, we take, um, time and exercise our hearts and mental fitness. Okay. And so 
we like to do deep dive discussions on things that are affecting us in our community or, or, you know, in general. And so we're going to talk about DJ Envy. DJ Envy is under fire with the FBI. The question of the episode is, is he a victim or not? Because I'm going to tell you what I think. And nah, you ain't no damn victim up in this bit. Please, you're trying to play the victim. You are. But um, so what has happened, and I'll set this up. And I know it's been, it's an ongoing issue for the last month or so. So DJ NB and one of his uh, friends, uh, what's his name? Uh, Cesar Pino. Pina. Pina, Mm -hmm. sorry. Um, and so, right. So Caesar is supposed to be, I guess, a real estate mogul or whatever the hell he's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. He's a scam artist as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, we're not going to go too much into Caesar because there's a lot going on in the scenes. And if you're aware of anything that's happening with this story, DJ Envy, you know, the Breakfast Club was they had the FBI up in there locking down things, searching through things. Um, Caesar Pina, Pina has multiple, <laughs> not one, not two, but multiple cases against him. Um, there's a lot of, you know, white collar crime that's going on here. And so, so far what we've seen and what we've heard is that, you know, there's some sort of Ponzi scheme that's supposed to be happening that Caesar was headed and, DJ Envy supposedly, you know, helped to recruit some of the victims, the actual victims that lost a lot of their money. And so, you know, Caesar made all these promises and how he could flip their money left, right, and center. Some people put up their life savings from, you know, even supposedly DJ Envy put up, uh, I think, what did he say? I think I saw half a million I saw half a million mm-hmm. yeah so he said he lost half a million and so on um so there's a lot of people who have lost their money and or have yet to see a payback from this money it, it you know it sounded too good to be true and it is here's here's and unfortunately the, the the too good to be true um since you're talking about that they said the range of returns would be 20 to 45 percent return investment return within five months within five months Lies. You wouldn't even make that within one year. Anyway, continue. Thank you. (laughs) You you just couldn't. You just couldn't. Especially with the industry being what it is right now and the world being what it is right now. It's impossible. But anyhow, so DJ Envy is right in the center of this. Okay, so he too is being indicted because they believe that he has something to do with this Ponzi scheme, that he is involved in this Ponzi scheme. And we don't really know if he is or he isn't. However, a lot of people have a lot of things to say about this. And some people are calling him a victim. Some people are saying that he's not and that he, you know, is a part of this Ponzi scheme. Now, the way that I see it from my perspective, all the information that I've been hearing, and there will be more to come. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of have to, you know, let this play itself out. But from what we have heard, DJ Envy brought Caesar on the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. He brought him on there. 
to tell him exactly the business idea. So as soon as that show aired, okay, a lot business went up. Business went up substantially. Now, I want to say that this has been going on since 2017, right? So we're in 2023, almost 2024, Mm -hmm. right? So it's been going on for quite some time, and they've made a lot of money, okay? Where I think the last time I heard, it was to the tune of almost 50 mil. So... There's a lot of people's money that are have been stolen and tied up. Did into they this did and... they make that or did they just say they made that? Well, Caesar is being accused of making. Okay, that. okay, okay. That's what he's being accused of taking a, a close to fifty mil mm. from all, all these people mm-hmm. for this Ponzi scheme that he's created, mm-hmm. and supposedly a good chunk of that money came after DJ Envy brought him on the Breakfast Club. I believe so, that. I'm sorry to say this, but DJ Envy, you put your name on the line, bro. And I don't see you putting your name on the line for nothing. I don't see it coming from the goodness of your heart. Miss me with the bullshit. You wanted to ball like, you know, you were a big superstar. You got mixed up in this shit. Now you're too deep. Okay? And now you want to try to distance yourself from what's happening. But unfortunately, you can't bring him to your job, which is the breakfast club, and people for to, to forget and take this lightly. So for me, um, I, in my past, and I've explained this to uh, Jeanette, that, you know, in my past, I was working for mortgage enforcement, which is a part of a sector of law here. And we had a variety of uh, mortgage brokerage companies come and approach us. And there was one particular one that we worked with the most. And I got a referral fee if I was able to refer somebody who was deep into debt to this mortgage company where they would refinance or, you know, get a second mortgage on their house, pay out what they owe us. And I would get a side cut of just being a just referring them to this particular institute uh institution and so there's no way in hell that dj envy is going to put his name his job his family on the line for nothing so i do not believe that he had no he didn't reap any benefit of this i sure think he did Okay, he was getting real saucy the other day, but he's gonna box people down and thing. He's passing his britches. He's getting too much dough in his bank account, feeling too nice, but he want box down people. Now who's gonna get boxed? So I don't think he's a victim. He can say whatever the hell he wants to say until I see it in black and white where you didn't have any exchange of any money. I don't believe it. Now, Caesar. You're kind of brilliant. You're kind of brilliant. I'm going to look at it not so much from uh, being a scammer, but looking at it from uh, a perspective of you, you, you almost got away with it. You almost got away with it. Um, you were able to manipulate a lot of people, including DJ Envy. You know, um, you were able to lock DJ Envy into this because if you go down, he's going down with you. Um, and so 
you got someone who was able to uh, spread the word for you, use their, you know, reputation, their, their clout, their whatever they have to propel you forward. And now you have been, and they're so deep that they're looking at DJ Envy on the same level as Caesar, that they're partners. So, you know, for me, that's what I got to say about that so far. He's not no damn victim. Okay. You, to me, you should have done your due diligence. You should have looked further into it. You didn't, you put your name on the line. You got a little, a little change off of it. And now, you know, time has come where you're going to have to pay up one way or the other, you know, whether it's in money or in blood, they're coming for it. So I don't know, DJ Envy, I'm going to see how that plays out. But what do you think about this here with DJ Envy and his nonsense? Is he a victim or not? I feel bad for, I'm not going to call him a victim, but I do think he is, um, one thing I think it's easy to say, he's not like the brightest bulb in the, in the pack. <laughs> like, no. And so I honestly don't think he would have invited Cesar, Cesar on the show if he felt that it was like a scam. I honestly believe what at the time, and that was a long, a while ago at the time that he brought, um, Caesar, uh, on the show that he thought this was a legit real way for people to invest their money and make money. I do think, cause I think one of the things, the reason why he is in trouble is because he brought him on the show and he also did a lot of promotion on his own pers- Instagram page promoting the, the the situation i don't want i know i don't want to outright call it a scheme i'm going to call it a scheme because the people who are accusing who are who brought the lawsuit like the white collar crime this isn't even everybody the people who brought the lawsuit are the rich people the that's people right who lost like half a million the, the, like there's some yeah. Ita- some italian guys here that i saw here that uh, anthony baroni and 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 another guy uh two anthony's <laughs> baroni and martini they filed a lawsuit for 1.5 million because they lost 1.5 after investing in a 50-unit building, right? And so my understanding mm-hmm. of the actual scam is that Caesar would go to go to investors and say, okay, um, and it's a popular real estate scam where they go to a bunch of people and say, okay, you invest with us, we'll get the property and fix it up. Like it's the property is cheap because it's run down or there's something wrong. So it's like right. you give us some money, we'll invest and get buy the property in your name, fix it up and rent it, and you'll be getting the returns from the rent, right? So that's how they pitched it. That's the pitch from my understanding of what their business model was. So yeah, if right. you're somebody who has extra money to put together, like say these people like the big people who had the lawsuit, then yeah, you could dump money and be like, okay, we just want you guys to help us manage it. And so we can get a return on our investment. And then, mm-hmm. but then there's the little guys like say you and me and like five other yeah. people and five other people who want to do this. So we're going to give in our little piece of 50,000 and, and, yeah. and, and maybe a five or 10 people to make up like the down payment, whatever, you know, to make a good chunk of the down payment, whatever that is. Say it's like the down payment of 200 K. Right. So, again, people, this is a thing with Ponzi scheme. Uh, what do you call it? Pyramid scheme and Ponzi scheme. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. Use your goddamn common sense, okay? Follow, follow the money, and and if it don't make sense, it's nonsense. 
So anyway, right? <laughs> right? So I, I, I kind of looked into that to kind of see what the actual scam was. And also Caesar came out publicly on his Instagram live saying that, you know, yes, he's and detailing a little bit. Yes. What he was charged with and that he obviously he has to denounce um, DJ Envy's um, involvement in in the thing. So he was like DJ Envy was his partner and was an investor, but he was he's denying that obviously that Envy was and yes was involved in any fraudulent transactions. And to be honest, I do believe that because I just see I don't see. And I I can be proven wrong when the when the when things go to court because they obviously have a lot of evidence. Um, personally, I believe that uh, DJ Envy is is a victim of ignorance, and I think he was his fame um, was taking advantage of, and he grew uh, Caesar's business to what it was to the fact that he has like say can even account for having fifty million right. Um, so I do think that, uh, I don't feel bad for DJ Envy because he should have sense, but I also don't think, uh, his involvement is what people or the media is trying to insinuate that it is, is that he knew that it was a scam and that he willingly scammed people to participate. I think his name was used to attract people and that is, can be, you know, that is not, that is he should protect his name. Like you should not, you should make sure whatever you're connecting your name to, especially as somebody is such a big public figure. Like DJ MB had to work his ass off yeah. to get to the point that he is right now, where not only is he sitting tight on one of the most popular radio stations ever. Yep. Okay. But he made a name for himself outside of just being a disc jockey. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? I'm sorry. You don't have to be the brightest pencil in the box, but you do have to be the sharpest, okay? And you have to use your street sense and say, wait, hold on. Nah, man, I need to see our portfolio. Or have my lawyer contact your lawyer. Yeah, straight. Get the lawyer okay? to look at it. <laughs> I'm not like, sure. I'm sorry. This is, something, this is something that, like, he didn't have to do a lot. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to do a lot to figure out that it was a Ponzi scheme. Mm. He doesn't, he, 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 he bought his own house. Okay. He has a house with his wife. So he knows that just by going through that experience, it's not as easy and as simple as you might think. Right. So flipping a house in six months, nah, not going to happen. It's, it just doesn't happen. You don't need to be a rocket scientist. You just need to use that street sense that you have that made you who you are. So miss me with it. He had something to do with it. He probably got a pay on the side. We're going to see it come out. But what I do have to say is DJ MV, listen, if you did have anything to do with this, bro, if you had anything to do with this, where you are in the wrong, you better pipe up and pipe up quick. You better cut some deals with some people quick. <laughs> I don't think because he, I don't think he did. I don't think he did anything perfect, like on purpose. No, I, I, I think he did. I think he did. I think he had something. Here's what I think to the extent. Now I think that Caesar is very smart and he's very seasoned like, in yeah, the scams. Yeah, he used he's very he, seasoned. Mm, he used DJ Envy. He he sure he used him to a level. Um, I think he used him knowing that he could use him. 
one. And two, I think he used him because DJ Envy was he 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 was too he was too ready for money. Like he was too he was too fiending, too too what they call it now, these young people with them say thirsty. <laughs> he was too thirsty. You understand? And he saw the thirst from a mile away. So I think that he had something to do with it because why would you put your name on the line? For what? I think he put his name on the line because he thought he was actually doing something good and 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 teaching, let's say, lower income people how to build generational wealth, as he would have said himself. Um, but again, I think his mistake is not really, like he said, doing that extra homework to know what you're really connecting your name to. And like you, like to your point, I agree there was some payoff because. What? Why would you give this man a free promotion and put your name For on that? Right? So I do agree. You brought him to your bread and butter, okay? Yeah, you your brought him on the show. The... So yeah, he, come on, whether man. directly or indirectly, he got reward from... He got Something. some reward for that, right? So, And I Something. also don't think... That doesn't, to me, make him guilty. What makes would make him guilty is if he was well aware of the operation and he, he still... Um, promoted it that's where i would find he's guilty so mm-hmm. that's why i'm actually happy the breakfast club has not been trigger happy and not fired him a lot of weirdo people online are like asking that and almost like we know how the aunt social is they pray for your downfall yeah. right and so yeah. definitely we're seeing a lot of that behavior so i do appreciate iHeartRadio protecting him for now um and for now for now um, we'll see where that goes, but um, um, I'm hoping for and, the best for him. I, I don't think he directly. I don't think. I think it's far fetched to say he was a partner with Caesar. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was a partner. Yeah. However, I think that he had enough. He knew enough, but he didn't know enough to be putting his his name on the line like this. Yeah. Like he knew enough to say, "Hey, that's something I want to be a part of," but he didn't know enough to say, "Is it something I really want to be a part of?" Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the gesture is great. Yeah, your head might have been in the right place. However, you should have done more research. You shouldn't have put your name that you worked 20 plus years to get on the line from some Caesar Pina who, I'm sorry, if I were to look at him, I would never think ever that he has the goods on how to make money through real estate i'm sorry my man is too busy ordering uber like for real okay because that's where they're saying he spent the money on is the ubers and and the door dash okay (laughs) so and if you look at him yeah it might be so Mm -hmm. it might be so but to all all seriousness here like i i do hope that dj mv at the very least for whatever his involvement is, he doesn't do jail time mm. that maybe he might have to, you know, help pay back some of these people or he might have to rat and sing like a canary, but whatever you need to do, you have a family, you have a wife, you have a reputation that you need to uphold. And so hopefully it's not as bad as we think, but there's something telling me that for somebody to work so hard in their life, get to this point of status and put it all on the line for someone like Caesar Pina, really? Nah, fam, you getting something out of it. And so um, with that said, we do hope that your uh, hearts and minds were activated on this week's show. So whether you lead with your heart or your mind, please stay passionate and thoughtful. We'll holla back real soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.